What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is DJ Stas, aka Jesse, aka the host of the motherfucking podcast, and this is episode thirty-four on topics in the pod. Where each and every week, we try to give you a uh, good dose of audio in your ear holes. I say try because uh, most of you have been uh, following my podcast for a good while now. Because I, I do see, I do check my uh, analysis every every week. I do the podcast, so. Uh, first off, I just want to say I apologize that I have not been uh, doing the podcast for the last couple of weeks because I'll get into that. But I want to thank each and every one of you that's been uh, subscribed to the podcast. It really helps me out a lot dearly. So I love y'all dearly. All you sexy beasts for that. Uh, actually, uh, I need to get a swig of beer real quick. So. <coughs> oh, is that you over here? All right, professional already back. <laughs> Back in my uh, updated episode. Here we go. Yeah, long... <clears throat> so I just checked back. My uh, last uh, podcast was like April 16th. So now I'm recording. I already had a full day of work. And it's about 2, 2.45 a.m. Uh, May 2nd now. So... Yeah, I my beer here. Had it beside me. There you go. Yeah, it turns out... Uh, it was about... Because I did the, the podcast the 16th, right? And the 19th. I have my laptop in front of me uh, in the living room, as I usually do on the uh, glass glass table, just showing it on the couch, and uh, I just proceeded just to open it up, and I just slitted it, slit the hinge, like, I have a uh, HP Envy, so I don't know much of like, the HP laptops, like, it's just the way it, like, opens up, and I guess, I don't know if I opened it up too far back or whatnot, but it just proceeded, like, the bottom right hinge just, like, popped off, so I was, like, totally freaking out, I tried to, like, put it back in, but it just was a no-go. And I'm not uh, mechanical laptop parts for that. I'm not <laughs> hygiene uh, genius for that. If you want to call it like that, I don't know what's best way to put that. <laughs> I'm not more technical with laptop repairs. Like I know like software and stuff, but not like hardware shit. No, seamless say like I bought this laptop at Best Buy like back in late 2017. So uh, didn't have a warranty on it. Uh, should have got it now, but since, because ever since I have this laptop, first, the uh, hard drive of this laptop is already shot, so I already lost all my shit that I had to this laptop previously, like I think this was six months ago now, and now it had this hinge problem. So I had to take it to Best Buy, or they told me it would probably take like a month to get back, and I already had to pay like $85 up front just to ship it. Because they had to ship it to their main organization, I guess, to get their, uh, how you want to call them, Geek Squad people just to fix it. So, uh, they gave me like a pamphlet because like, I wanted to, like, you know, try it somewhere else, like, you know, those secondhand gimmick places, you know. See, like, I have an Apple iPhone and my screen cracks. You know, you don't want to take that shit to Apple because they're going to charge you arm and leg for that. You just go to one of those, uh, mom and pop shops and they'll, you know, fix it really cheaply. So I was going to do that, and I took my laptop to one of the, the mom-and-pop places I usually go, and they said, basically, <laughs> if you tried Best Buy, I'm like, yeah, that's where I came from, so it was me, so I had to go back to Geeks, uh, Best Buy, Geek Squad, what we'll call it. Uh, had it shipped out, uh, luckily it didn't take too long, it only took two weeks, just got it back uh, Wednesday, which is, you know, Thursday morning now, around, well, it was like in the morning time, but I didn't get it until like 3 o'clock, so... And a lot of times I was completely dead, so, but I was keeping updates on it, so I passed everything and opened it, closed it a few times, looked like it's pretty good up the par, so that's that's the main reason I haven't been uploading the last couple, uh, couple uh, podcast guys, so I know it's uh, Wednesday now, I, would, I will, uh, I'll try to do once this weekend again, just to make up for it, probably talk about Cinco de Mayo, so, but yeah, but, you know, it's been a couple weeks, so we got a lot to talk about, for sure. What's been going on in my, my life? What's been going on currently? The topics, cultural world, whatnot. So, as for y'all that are uh, used to my podcast or new to my podcast, I like to get uh, three Google News topics out of the way. Or well, not out of the way, but I like to discuss about it. I've already got them up for me. I've already done this like so much on Google News. Like, it already gets me categories. It's just for me. So, that's what's good. So, I'll read them out. Oh, I don't think I'm going to do four. I like, uh, there's like four out here because this fourth one, I'm like, it'll get into like the next topic I want to get into to start off the podcast. So, so this first one is going to be, uh, Burger King's Real Meals. This is, wow, a lot of, a lot to unpack here, uh, there. 
Let's see, I'll click on this article. Maybe it'll load. <laughs> this first time I'm actually like uh, testing out the laptop because I had to go to work. So I've just been charging up for a little bit before I go to work at, or at four. And I noticed like I had some stickers on here, like when I had like the Windows 10 sticker on here and like the Gen 8 sticker, I noticed they took that off as well. I was like, what the fuck? I don't know why they did that. Okay, I got the article up. It's by uh, Ellison Shoemaker. It was yesterday at 12, by around 12.30 p.m. Uh, it's about the takeout.com. You want to check that out? Let's see, it says, Pissed Meal. It says, Burger King's latest publicity gimmick is, like many, a fast food stun before it. There's a bit of a swipe at McDonald's, and it's and it's possible to view as that, and that alone. It says real meals available starting today at select Beijing locations in Austin, Seattle, Miami, Los Angeles, and New York City. Well, I'm close to Austin, so I could try to check that out. It says can be ordered in one of five possible moods. It says piss meal. <laughs> Uh, blue meal, salty meal, yas meal. Oh, fucking okay. And GTAF, which is not don't give a fuck meal, because no one is happy at all times like Happy Meals. Okay. Oh wow, that's. I have to look a big like there. All the boxes have like the little you know abbreviation on. Like I just listed, and they're all different colors. Like there's like red, purple, blue, or red, purple, black, green, and blue. Let's say. So, so the real meals are basically just boxes into which Whopper combo meals are placed, and aren't specifically aimed at kids. No toy or bag of apple dippers is involved, and I can't imagine BK marketing something called the. <laughs> The DGAF meal to tiny children. So it's just a gimmick roughly aimed at McDonald's, simply. So that's pretty That's pretty cool, yeah, because the box is like kind of the same concept as the Happy Meal, kind of. Like it's folded up and shit, but it, like uh, they each have their own little uh, emoji symbol on it, I guess you want to call it. Different colors with a little abbreviation below it. It says, uh, yet I must burglarly admit that there's no more going on here or there. It says, I once wrote, a, this is like the person, you know, wrote the article. It says, I once uh, wrote about how adorable Moppets Taco Bell birthday sent the takeout staff into a total sham spiral. And while there's a lot less shame in this uh, particularly spiral, the le- uh, effort was a no less confused with math lady on my entire brain. Let's unpack this. Okay. Uh, let's go through this. Okay, right here. So the idea that they're digging into here is that one that's also a jab at McDonald's. No one is happy all the time. You know, it basically means you know a happy meal. Uh, that is true fact. There's this pressure to be happy when what we often mean by happy is attractive, is successful, and together. And definitely not eating a Kit Kat for breakfast while stress sweating about how behind I am because I was sick all weekend and all I want to do is play video games and watch some Blazers win a playoff game. Uh, but we can't always get what we want. What's wrong with me? Why can't I get my hair to look like normal person hair? Never mind, I'm doing great, guys. That's in quotation marks. Uh, it says, so anything that tells people and young people specifically that it's okay to feel uh, many kinds of ways to be a mess sometimes, it's a very good thing. On the weird third hand, isn't that just commercializing emotional vulnerability? Brands are not your friends, so how good should I feel about BK telling me it's okay to be furious or depressed or whatever else? Aren't they just using my mess to sell fries? Okay. I think there's like a video for this, so. We'll look at the locations again. Yeah, okay. So basically, they seem like the main cities is like, you know, Texas, Washington. Like Washington State, Florida, and California, New York. Okay. Yeah, I'd be pretty cool just to see that. I can do like an Instagram post for that shit. I get it. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty uh, on point. All right, we'll play this video and uh, we'll get to the next article. Seth Bird King hashtag fill your way. It's like a minute and a half or almost two minutes long. And there's no sound. 
It's weird. Well, let me put a... Yeah, because the thing was, you know... So we do it here on uh, Talkers on the Pub, you know, do everything right on hand. That's the only thing, because, like, you know, I could, I, I record my, uh, my podcast, uh, I don't record, I don't do it live, like, as soon as I record the podcast, I pretty much a little bit, as soon as I can, but, like, I could, I could easily, like, record, like, two different podcasts and then I'll load them, like, later, like, today or something, but, because I have to edit my podcast, like, on the laptop. But I'd rather just start as soon as possible. I don't like to like be behind shit. So, well, apparently I'm having sound problems on my laptop. I don't know what's going on with that. Let's see. It's my iTunes always pops up, so let's see what the song will play. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even getting that. It's apparently having an audio issue right now, but I can't. Gonna get to it right now, so that's something I have to look work, work on after this podcast. So All right, I don't know what's gonna go with that. And also, over here, it's starting right here in Texas. Uh, currently, this whole week is supposed to be raining, so. Well, uh, now I gotta work on this audio. Alright, well, can't get this uh, video, so we're just gonna get to the next topic. Uh, the next topic I had was uh, Seattle Mayor Calls for Nationwide Evaluation on Marijuana Legalization. The Hill, this is the article, it was yesterday. Obviously, because you know it's 245. <laughs> it says Seattle Mayor. Oh. I guess like there's a video, but I don't have. Let's see. Well, the video is like two minutes. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why the audio is not working for this. I don't understand. Well, I don't know if it's because of this browser. I could try another. Uh, Cause I have, I've been using Google Chrome, but I have Google Chrome, Firefox, and Microsoft Edge. Even though people troll about fucking Microsoft, or uh, not Microsoft, not Microsoft, um, Internet Explorer, should I say? Oh, maybe this is when I was okay. I'm gonna try to like reload this and see what plays. Getting any sound at all? No, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Try to restart or something. I don't. I don't know. Okay, but here we go. So it says uh, Seattle Mayor Jenny uh, Durkin, who is a Democrat, says there needs to be a nationwide evaluation on the legalization of marijuana. It says we need to have a real Evaluation nationwide, Durkin, who is also a former federal prosecutor, told Hill.tv during an interview that aired on Wednesday. This is quote, uh, we need to make sure we do it in a way that democratizes people, doesn't have a criminal justice intervention. When it's not appropriate and focus those criminal justice resources on those things that aren't real threats to communities, she continued. Durkin added that states need a unifying force. When it comes to cannabis legalization to ensure consistency in laws from state to state, uh, saying I think it was the right thing to have states that were laboratories get it right. She said, uh, citing places like Denver, New Jersey, where the drug has been legalized in some form. Oh, New oh yeah. Well, it's the difference between Denver and New Jersey because I'm like, I'm, what is like New York is like still medical, right? And Denver is actually full on. 
My nose full on because I actually been to Denver, so. <clears throat> but it says, uh, but now you need a unifying force. She added, first of all, you need is because activity that is legal in one state shouldn't be criminal in another state and subject people to prison terms. Which I agree fully on that. Since Washington was one of the first states to vote to legalize marijuana for recreational purposes, 33 states, including the District of Columbia, have legalized marijuana for medical recreational use. That should be hard to tell you one. I'm like, the capital of America, man. Washington, D.C. is already legalized marijuana. I'm like, come on. Get your head out of your ass and let's fucking legalize this shit already. It doesn't make any sense. As a former federal prosecutor said, that even though she was opposed to legalization of marijuana at first, she said it was ultimately the right move, and the lawmakers are still trying to improve legal regularization. Or regularization, so I say. Says, I think the way the regularization was done at the outset, we've seen that it is working, not perfectly, she told Hill.tv. We still need focuses in certain areas like youth use and controlling kind of the growth of marijuana to make sure that there aren't things like pesticides used and like that yeah I mean I've been saying that a long time I'm like if you're illegal I'm like I'd rather people like illegally try to get it from out of dispensary than like some Joe Blow on the street because you don't know what the shit can be in that you know what I mean it could be like rat poison or whatever so it's so soon as like getting off some uh, sketchy ass drug dealer at least dispensary kind of like don't want to trust them, like they're shelling good shit it's clean, pesticide-free, and all that. All right, now we get to the next. Says the Trump administration has taken a state-by-state approach when it comes to enforcing marijuana laws and made calls for legalization and increased public support. During his Senate com- confirmation, Attorney General William Barr said he would prefer that Congress enact legalization, allowing states to create their own marijuana laws. And now there's already bipartisan legalization legalization like or legislation making its way through Congress that would do just that. I mean and they are already doing that now. The states are making their own laws. So the strengthening the tenth uh, amendment uh, through entrusting states act was reintroduced last month. It would recognize the legalization of cannabis and state laws that have legalized a drug through their own legislation. Or yeah, legislatures. Okay. So I'll say about that. Alright. And I'll say the new, the new free PS4 games announced for May PS Plus in the US and UK. Which is more for me because I have PS4. So click on this. And for y'all gamers out there, if y'all are interested in knowing what's going to be the new free games for this month, this is from uh, game, uh, Argus from GameSpot. <clears throat> It says some intense kitchen co-op and a brilliant story-driven adventure. Okay. It says a new month means new PS4 freebies for PlayStation Plus. And while Sony's premium subscription service has had some rough patches recently, the free monthly giveaway stopped, including. I got no pop up. It says stop including PS3 and Vita titles in March. And April's two PS4 offerings were particularly exciting. May is bringing some great games to the table. May's free PS Plus games are Overcooked and What Remains of and Death Finch, which I have no idea what any of those games are. So, okay, we'll see how this goes. And it says, and if you don't already own these titles, you'll definitely want to grab them when they become available May 7th. Oh, really? Okay, and I have a little pitch about Overcooked, so it's a little brief, I guess, about Overcooked. It says, Overcooked is a co-op party game where you and up to three friends work together in a kitchen to prepare meals. Sounds simple and wholesome, right? Now throw in some kitchen fires, shifting floors, mischievous mice that steal your food, and uh, accelerating uh, warning beep that signals you have only seconds to grab your food before it burns. Overcooked is a stressful ride that may or may not ruin your friendships, but is also thrilling and makes you feel truly accomplished when you clear a level with high stars. 
The game earned a 8 out of 10 in GameSpot's Overcooked review. Okay, well, why do you have rats in your kitchen? You know what I mean? That's a big health issue. But, okay. And the other game is the, uh, it says, fans of a story-driven game will be pleased to see War Remains of and Death Finch. Uh, it says, in May's PS Plus lineup, the, this visual stunning game is rooted in exploration and story. And it's suspenseful without stretching to horror. Like any classic Gone Home, the story follows Indith as she returns to her family home where three generations of relatives have perished in various tragic incident accidents. The game made our top 10 list back in 2017 and earned a 9 out of 10 in GameSpot. What remains of Instance Review? Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of this game. It says developers... Our developer, Giant Sparrow, managed to strike the delicate balance between joy and sorrow in 2012's The Unfinished Swan. But what remains under Death Finch transcends even the latest sadness of, the, of that game. Finding the beauty, even sometimes the fun, and what's always fundamentally a tragedy, it's not often that a game's plot slips past the bitterness of grief to finally get to the acceptance, but that's the triumph and what remains of Ennis Finch wrote critic Justin Clark. Just because May started on Wednesday this year and PS Play games always become available on the first Tuesday of the month, April's free games are still available for one more week. Okay, so be sure to grab the surge and go in exiles before May 7th if your students are in those games. Well that's good if y'all haven't got that yet. Alright, that includes that. And I'm going to into this uh, one more article, which is going to include to my other topic I was going to talk about. Which, I'm going to get another beer here because I just finished my other one. So, I got it right beside me. I only got this, uh, the Natty's, or Natural, not Natty's. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a Natty. I've been watching Cope Mood too much, a YouTube channel. It's called uh, Natural Ice. I mean, I've been drinking a lot of Natural Light, you know, on the cheap side. But this is Natural Ice because it comes at 5.9% alcohol by volume, which, you know, about 6%. So, that's like 20 bucks. Like, every, you know, like drinking natural light brands, like now they have that uh, strawberry, I don't know if it's strawberry lemonade or just regular strawberry. I can't remember, but I had it at spring break. But now they actually sell 30 pack and they still, they still have it around. I don't know how, how long they're going to keep it for. Well, they have the light, light version, the strawberry one, and then this heavy one. You know, it's pretty much the Bud, Budweiser, the Bud Light thing. And they're all the same price. I'm like, okay, I can get that. I'm pretty sure, like, the pink one, like, the strawberry one is, like, still, like, 4%. But it's only, like, 6%, and it's still 20 bucks. Like, less than 20 bucks, so. Can't beat that. More alcohol for you for cheap. It's not bad. I mean, it has, it has, it's about the same taste as natural light. It's just, you taste the more, uh, just pretty much more alcohol tint in it, more hefty. Alright. Now I'm going to the last article I'm going to do. It says, uh, it's going to be the Woodstock 50 that's supposed to happen in the festival. It says, uh, with Woodstock 50 in peril, Michael Lang is defiant, saying we're not stopping now. This is from the New York Times yesterday. So, you know, New York Times is supposed to be a you know, big alleged article. So, we'll, we'll see what happens with this. That was the same from TMZ, it looks like. It says, Michael Lang, one of the partners in the original Woodstock Festival, insists that the 50th anniversary event will go on. It says, uh, quotation, we're committed. So, uh, I know what's somewhat going on, but we'll see what's going to uh, touch base on it, what I've already known so far. Uh, it says, the most widely read piece of news about Woodstock's, 50, or Woodstock's planned 50th anniversary festival this summer Came on Monday when Dinsu Aegeus Network, the event's financial backer, made a surprise announcement declaring it dead. Yeah, that's what I've known. Uh, I don't know what's going to go. I guess basically I read that the, uh, the big financial backer for it, they just said they're going to back out and not fund it anymore. So that's why they left. So. Uh, yeah, I guess before I go, uh, I'll just finish the article and let's go from there. It says, uh, the event promoted by Michael Lang one of the original partners in the legendary 1969 festival was supposed to run 
from August 16 to 18 in Watkins Glen, New York with Jay-Z, Miley Cyrus, Magic Dragon, Santana, Dan and Company, and dozens of others on the bill. But it says, uh, back from the start, Woodside 50 drew skepticism, er, I guess, throughout the uh, music industry. The lineup was um, uh, announced in March, later than expected, and one of the headliners, the Black Keys, soon dropped out. The announced date for the start of the ticket sales came and went with no tickets and a red flag. It says the festival was still waiting necessary permits from state and local authorities. <clears throat> and it says, uh, yet as soon as uh, Dinsu pulled his support, Lang insists that the show would go on somehow. He even brought in the big real legal guns in a statement on Tuesday directed at the industry the festival's lawyer, uh, Mark E. Quantwitz. Who also represents President Trump. Oh shit, okay. He says, said that Dinsu did not have the right to cancel the festival and instructed all sta uh, stakeholders, including the entertainers, to proceed as planned. Dinsu has declined to make any further comment. He says, still many artists, representatives have expressed grave doubts about the festival's future. Okay, and chatter in the industry has already equated Woodstock's video with the Friday Festival, whose collapse in 2017 was so publicly destroyed that two documentaries were made about it. It seems to be doomed for this year, said Marshall Vlasket, a veteran talent agent whose client Cage Elephant was booked for the festival. Since on Wednesday, Lang spoke to the New York Times about how he proposes to keep his festival alive, and what went on behind the scenes with uh, Dinsu, which he said was the only investor. These are edited excerpts from the conversation. Uh, it says, uh, yeah. it says, uh, this work down here it says, you insisted that what's, it's like questions, I guess. It says, you insisted that what's that video will go on. What do you need financially and otherwise to do without Dinsu? It says, we need to replace them financially. Frankly, I think it would be a much easier pro process going forward because all the baggage gets left behind. We are a few days away from permits. We are in talks with investors who are anxious to come in. And it says, another question, the call is taking. How quickly does this need to be done? And it says, believe me, I know with laughs, we have a short window to put this back together. That's obvious. We feel it's enough time and there's enough interest that we think will accomplish it. And it says we have, it says, and then of course it says we have sponsors. It says we have potential sponsors, yes. Most of the sponsors ultimately were brought in through Concept One Communications, which is another partner to deal. So we feel that it's secure. The question is, do you get any more information for you about why they pulled out? This says we really didn't. The surprise thing was that they didn't give us a heads up or call or say we'd like to back away or can you replace us. It was just a surprise. It's mind-boggling, in fact. Uh, it says, Dinsu felt the production deadlines were not met and that the capacity has been reduced too much from what was originally planned from 100,000 people to 75,000. Do you have a response to that? Uh, since we were definitely pushing initially for the, more than that and researching the site more immediately, and assessing the surrounding properties that we thought would be available. Since we were looking for more than 100,000, but we were willing to go at 100,000, which we felt that the site could handle well. It says it went down to 75,000 quite a while ago. Dinsu felt that the numbers they wanted to go with, and they pushed us to agree to that number, which surprised me because it's not, <clears throat> it's not in everybody's interest to go smaller, but nevertheless, we went along with it. And that's been the uh, case for months. It's not a new circumstance that would set this off. It says, so they agreed to 75000 and then they're saying not only did they agree with it, they kind of assisted on it. And it says, when you announced this festival, there was uh, skepticism that you would, could complete with big events like Coachella and Bonnaroo. Now there's doubt that you could continue at all. How you overcome that? It says, the best way to overcome that is for us to get on, get on sale. And that's the objective now. The talent has been solid for a couple of months now. They've been completely paid, which has been numerous times they've been completely paid, but two people have already backed out now. They says all of them. They says, yeah, all of them. So moving forward for us is finishing up the permit of applications, 
which the state and the county have been really helpful with and should be doable in just a few days and then go on sale. Then it says, what about the public? How do you get their confidence back? It says, the best way to turn things around is by your actions, not by your words. So again, it's getting on sale. It says, I'll put a, it says, put out a letter last night to all the people who have emailed us just to explain what's going on. The response has been great. People are being really supportive. Everybody is giving us the best wishes and go get them kind of stuff and we will deliver. It says, I know that in this day and age, things are so bun down and the industry is so, this is some bun out again. This is the kind of oddity, but things happen when you are committed and have a purpose and we are getting a lot of heartfelt support out there. It says, the last Woodstock Festival, which was in 1999, uh, it says, end up with riots and reports of sexual assault. Now the 50th anniversary event is in doubt. What do you think is going to do the Last West Legacy? What's the last what's the last question? It says funnily funnily enough, this kind of fits the legacy of Woodstock in a way. In nineteen sixty nine we got kicked out of uh, Wall Kill a month before the festival was to happen. One of the miracles was that we found a site the next day. Huh. Woodstock is kinda kind of about I don't know how to describe it other than it's just about commitment. We're committed. We're we're committed then and we were not stopping now. So that's what uh, he's been answering the question. Yeah, uh, I want to get to this topic because I just want to talk about because uh, when they did release this back in March, or I say back in March, it was like last month, or if, I was like, well, the line was fucking March, but it was like I don't I don't know when they first announced was that fifty like probably like February or something like that. Look, I'd already planned to like go to Woodstock fifty because that was gonna be one of my ca- my vacations this year was going to New York slash Canada. Because I was gonna, my plan was gonna New York, you know, fly to New York from Austin to New York City, and you know, uh, see the stuff in New York, like the uh, World Trade Center or the new World Trade Center. The uh, you know, get some pizza. Let me get a sip here. Uh, the, the what do you call it? The park there, Central Park, Statue of Liberty. Just, you know, spend some time over there. I was going to go with the uh, the lovely lady Kelly, which you've seen if you've been following the podcast. She's been on a couple of podcasts here already. This is our plan to do. But then we saw I saw this article or thing on Twitter that you would be canceled. So I've been watching close eye on it because I haven't because I, I knew April twenty second was supposed to tickets come out, and they you know they were saying the article that hasn't came out yet. So this was kind of speculation about them. So I've been waiting on that because I gotta wait. I gotta plan like a few months in advance for my job and show to see before we do this trip. Because as soon as we do New York, then uh, it's gonna be Friday. You know, weekend event. Uh, I know. I know we were gonna really go Saturday. It was gonna go Friday, and then that Saturday was gonna go to like because uh, the Niagara Falls. We're gonna go to the Niagara Falls. And, like that's in between the border. That's the part we're gonna go from the border from New York to uh, Canada. We're going to go see the Niagara Falls and then uh, check out Canada for that day and then come back Sunday. But now they're having issues here, so we may not know what we're going to do. We may just like just check out New York in general without the festival, or we may just go. To, I'm thinking about, because I'm going to have like three different things I want to do, because I'm going to wait or at least in this month, because I'll still give me, i got to have at least like a three-month span, you know, save up and plan exactly what I'm going to do. Because my options now, I'm like, well, so I got these news, and I'm gonna wait until the end of this month till I know for sure it's still gonna go on. So by June, I'm gonna know which vacation I'm gonna do. Because I'm either gonna do this for Woodstock if it's gonna still go on, go to New York, Canada, or I'm gonna go to Chicago for the August uh, the Lollapalooza Festival. You know, check out Chicago for those days, or. I'm gonna to go to California, which I want to do anyway. Before when I did my last year's vacation in Las Vegas, I want to go to Cal- I've always wanted to California, so that's close. I went to West Coast was Las Vegas, so I would go to California and check out the uh, Hard Summer Festival. So either one, I'm gonna check out a music festival. But Chicago, I don't know much about Chicago, but I would just mainly do it for Lollapalooza because it's already four days for that. But uh, 
the California, I've already wanted to do stuff in California anyway. California, the hard summer festival is only like two days, Saturday, the Saturday and Sunday. And I really don't want to go for that Saturday, mainly because of Kid Cudi. Because I already missed Coachella, because I can't really take time off in April right now. It was already too late. But I already know more stuff I'm going to do California anyway, because I've already been planning when to go there. But I just mainly want to go because of Woodstock, because... I know because other festivals like that Lollapalooza and that Hard Summer, they're already like an annual event. But Woodstock, you know, because of Michael, Michael Lang, he was the original uh, Woodstock festival partner. I figured he already get his shit together. I'm like, how, I don't understand. Like, how you are they are going to make a, a lineup and all this, but not even have the permits for all that yet? That That's already a bog with me. I thought they already had a lot set up, but apparently not. And they said they already paid the performers, but, you know, they said, uh, the Black, I know the Black Keys and then Dan and Company, which was a uh, headliner on Saturday, has already pulled out this event. So, it's already kind of lackluster already. Which, I mean, I, I've seen people pull it up before. I mean, we went to the Austin City Limits Festival, like Childish Cabinho, which was the supposedly uh, headliner on Sunday when I went. Like, they already pulled out, so... You know, I know shit happens, but I mean, it's it's already looking bad because they already know because they already couldn't sell the tickets on the the right day. So, so I'm gonna give a month. So I'm back for if like I'm still gonna go to New York, Chicago, or California. I like California because I'm gonna go to California. Uh, don't remember exactly where the Hard Summer Festival is gonna be. I can look it up real quick. I know it's not the major cities. I know some kind of like speedway. Uh, yeah, in Fontana, whatever. I don't know where that is, but I mean, it's Fontana, California. Which, uh, let's see, I can go to Google Maps. I think it's further down from Los Angeles, kind of like how the Coachella is. Look here. Okay. Oh, it's just the zero right of it. I thought it was further down. But yeah, I was going to go to. Wait, it was. A couple of random items over here. I'm looking at Google Maps. I like looking at the maps, man. Just like see what's out there and shit. Yeah, that's Motana. Which is like, I don't know, this is like a what? Probably two hour drive from Los Angeles. I like going to Los Angeles to try it, just to look at all that shit up. Because I like to go to Los Angeles. Because I already know I want to go like to like Hollywood, California. And the Beverly Hills and what do you call the Boardwalk of Fame, whatever, all the stars. And uh, check out uh, Long Beach. Yeah, I got to check out a beach in, Los Angeles, or in uh, California. And then check out uh, Malibu, which is also on the, on the ocean. And then check out San Francisco. What's about San Francisco? Because uh, it's way the fuck up here from across from uh, California or uh, Los Angeles, which I can't even see on the map here for some reason. I know it's up here. Oh, there, wait, no, San Santa Monica, but where the hell is San Francisco? Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to go to California for a while now. Oh, maybe it's further up. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting how long California is. Oh yeah, it's way up here. Yeah, cause right above that is Oregon. Yeah, it's fucking San Francisco is way the fuck up there. But yeah, I would fly to Los Angeles and just chill out there. Even though. uh yeah, Nevada's right there. That's the closest I've ever been to the West Coast. Like that's like what an hour from the border of California. Yeah, I mean, people from like Los Angeles they probably you know take a vacation just to go to Las Vegas. Yeah, I know. I was like, they had a palm tree. I was like, I right, pretty much already had the West Coast experience <laughs> just from Vegas. It's already desert and shit there. So but yeah, that's what we got from that.
Uh, yeah, the next up I want to talk to or talk about was the 420 event because I did send my laptop in on because uh, I, I wrote my laptop or the hinge fell off on uh, the 18th, whichever, whatever, what day was that? Uh, had to be, yeah, Thursday. So it was a Thursday. No, uh, had it, well, I sent my laptop in on us. On 4:20 Saturday, so it had to be Friday. Yeah, so I think it was when I think I got off of work Friday on the 19th and broke it, and then because I know I already had plans on the 20th because uh, here it looks like Austin they have the Austin Reggae Festival for 4:20, which is a lot of people call it uh, Marley Fest. Cause I've been trying to go to that festival since high school, man. I just I don't know what happened. Like ever since I've known about it, it's 16, 17 years old. Uh, just everything, just everything, some just came up. I don't know what I never wanted to be able to go to it. Cause this, it's been it's been happening for our yeah ever since I've been born, like ninety four. It's been going on for twenty five years. Was the ones to be able to go. So, but I was able to go this year. Uh, that's when uh. You know, it told you about Kelly was able to come with me there. So we went to the, uh, so the 19th, you know, broke it, whatever, and, uh, to my lap, or laptop to, uh, Best Buy, Geek Squad, whatever, on the 20th. But gave it to them, and I told you the whole spec for that. And then I went to, uh, Cedar Park, which my lady, uh, where she works at. Picked her up, we went to the 420 Fest. Uh, it's a pretty good event. I mean, it's, it came in no better for the event because I know next year like they're going to have it not on 420. It's going to be like before. And another weird thing about 420 is like, this year is like weird because I had 420 on that Saturday and they had Easter Sunday like back to back. Like that's, that's pretty hilarious. I thought it was anyway. So we did that. I went to the festival. Uh, it's basically like a, re- a lot of reggae bands. At first, I thought the uh, Whalers, for like you know, Bar Molly's band was gonna be there on that Sunday. Uh, it turns out it wasn't. I mean, they still tour. You know, it's Bar Molly, of course. You know, not. I don't think there's. I don't think there's any original bands in that band to begin with. They just go with it because of the name, I guess. But they weren't even there. Like, I don't know. It was all reggae bands that Saturday. I don't know any of them. I didn't really go through the band, really. It was nice to hear that in the background, live music. I just wanted to go to the experience. Because that Friday and Saturday, uh, Sunday, or Sunday had a better, uh, I don't know, ticket sales, I guess. Because like, you could have like a two for one or two for one for 15 bucks. And that Friday was 15 bucks. And then fucking uh, uh, Saturday was like 30. It was like double the price, like 30 bucks, like 28 bucks, whatever. But if you bought it, at the event, you had to actually pay thirty bucks, so you save like a few bucks just buying online, which I did. And I tried to buy it from some other person on Facebook because I don't know if you know because like you know people try to go to events and they like you know turn on and say oh I have such and such situation going on I can't go to the event I'm gonna have to resell my ticket. You know, a lot of this bullshit because you you can just tell them you know you know internet man it's a it's it's a vast jungle. You just gotta. Take everything by ear. You know, you gotta have some some smarts on the online because you know I've been fucked around. I've been fucked with online all the time. You know, even when I got with uh, uh, Bitcoin when it first came out, I had this landing platform BitConnect. You know, a lot of people got fucked with that, including me. So, you know, you gotta be careful on the internet. So, supposedly I was supposed to buy these two tickets from this person for uh, twenty bucks or something like that. 15, 20 bucks. And when he went, th- uh, we did a PayPal because I always do. If I ever do, like, pay to somebody online, no meaning in person, I do PayPal. I always do PayPal. And of course, they went like, they, the person told me, oh, I need to go through whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to get my money back. And sure enough, I got my money back from PayPal. So let y'all know, let's go. A little safety topic. Because I tried it. I, I thought it was going to work. Because, you know, most people are like, well, I'll need the money first. And I, so I tried it. They didn't work. So I got my money back with PayPal. Just asked, told them the situation. Like, hey, I paid this much money for the tickets. The person didn't give it to me. 
So they refund it. PayPal gives you the money back. So that's good on them. And there's another trick. Like uh, she, I was gonna buy this from another person on Facebook. She said, "You know, I was gonna give you the ticket, but it was a Friday." She said it worked for any day. I was like, "It said Friday." I'm like, "You gotta know that." <laughs> so that was useless. But yeah, I'm just lesson learned with that. I was like, "Yeah, just pretty much buy tickets from like the main source or like a secondary good source." Like if you know the ticket is not from like Ticketmaster. I would just buy from the main source, wherever they're selling from, the website, whatever, or t- or uh, StubHub, because I had I have no problems with StubHub. StubHub is like a resale ticket place, because like the Austin City Limit Festival, like I bought, because I went Saturday and Sunday for that weekend event. I bought uh, the Saturday from StubHub, and StubHub even was even having, and they had a booth, like they had their uh, little banner or whatever. They like, it was at the little, it was at this other hotel. It was like cro- like I don't know, a mile down from the actual festival. You could just go, go pick up your wristband right there, so just or scan, you know, show them the receipt, whatever, on your phone, and then just give you the wristband. So I, I, I totally support StubHub. So StubHub is on point with their resale tickets. That people don't, that people, you know, like you know me, Joe Blow, whatever. I want to, I want to sell my ticket. I just go on StubHub and sell it. So StubHub is like a legit, legit company app to you use to resell your tickets. So I only use like a graduate because I know like uh I don't know ticket I can't remember exactly right now what Austin Reggae Fest used. It wasn't Ticket Flyer. It was some like random website to buy it. But I I just eventually bought it from the uh, website they used and just bought my two tickets for me and Kelly. <clears throat> but usually like random sites I've used is like whatever that site that was like RGV events for like whatever that was for Stevie Oki and. Uh, the Sao Padre Island trip and like Ticket Fly that I used for like Vegas for like uh, Marshmallow but other than that usually I've just been using Ticketmaster or uh, StubHub or I've used Groupon too Groupon is really good for that uh, when I had that podcast with Kelly with uh, Mudfest yeah we bought the tickets from uh, Groupon because Groupon was actually fucking cheaper than Ticket or definitely StubHub because StubHub was resale but it was definitely cheaper than fucking Ticketmaster so, but yeah, we got the two tickets. Uh, we go to the event. Uh, I park. Uh, it's like a I've never been to this park before. It was like in a park. Like I've been to Ziggler Park. That's where the ACL Festival is, and I've been to it without a festival, like because Kelly is around the Austin area anyway. So we've been there walking around. It's basically just a big, big recreational park, pretty much dog park. People run around, shit. You know, you can cop. There's a there's a lake next to it called Bird Creek. You know, if anyone listens to this podcast around the Texas area, you know what I'm talking about. Which, you know, I couldn't live in Austin <laughs> for me. Just for myself. I couldn't do it. It's too big for me. I'm like, I just run at home. My treadmill in the house. Or unless you just part good on Central Texas. But yeah. Uh I don't remember what this park was called. It was it was in the same general area. It's like Zirkle Park. So anyway, we go to the park. Uh, but first I park at the, uh, like at HEB, because anywhere parking there is going to, that's the thing about Austin, man, and like, like, actual Austin, because like, the only free park I've ever seen in Austin was like, the Austin 360 Atmosphere, which is not even really Austin, it's like, Dell Valley or something like that, which, you, you can pay for parking, like, closer to the venue, but I mean, there's free parking, but you're just going to walk a little further, but, in my experience from like, vin- entertainment wise, like, there's, you gotta pay for parking somewhere over there, which fucking sucks. So, but we parked, like, I parked at a HEB because it was, like, midday. I parked at HEB and just got, like, an Uber. We Ubered over to the park, and uh, we got there. Uh, it's been, yeah, I was saying, it was a midday. Pretty pretty good hot, 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 hot day. It was, like, 80 degrees. Uh, so, a lot of, a lot of vendors, like, on the left side of it. There was a stage in the middle. Left side is, like, Pretty much uh, drinks, drink and food stands, and the right of us all vendors. So, uh, Kelly already had a drink or something. I think she already had a drink. So, yeah, because she brought her, she already brought all margaritas because I was drinking, or, or she was already drink, or had something to drink. So I have, I have drinks. I drove. So I went over there and got like a margarita thing. They got like a tall ass margarita glass. I think it was like ten bucks. Uh, they had like two different flavors. Like it was pretty cool because like they. Uh, the container itself was like red and green, 
and then you get like uh, two different flavors. I think cherry and lime, whatever. Make it look like a Rasta drink, a Rasta color drink, which is pretty cool. So that's what I got. Uh, then we just you know chill out and drink. Or drink. Uh, I think she got one. I think she got another one too later on. So, but anyway, we already had like margaritas, which is pretty cool. Like it's like this margarita theme for fucking uh, reggae fest. So basically, we're just drinking margaritas and like looking around the vendors. Of course, they're just selling a lot of bar molly shit. Fucking pipes and bongs, fucking uh, t-shirts, whatever you think of like stoner stoner stuff. I'm like, it was funny because like, she was telling me like, uh, like right before we went to one vendor, and like she was telling me like she wanted to find this like elephant pipe or something, like something elephant elephant glassware. And she's like, oh, they probably don't have it or anything. And like, sh- as soon as we go to the next vendor, they had that. And I'm like, oh my god, like she was freaking out too. Like she wanna. So she bought that immediately. Like I think that's the only thing she bought. Well, I think it's the only she bought because you know it's also rig if I'm like there was cops everywhere, but like it's weird, man, because that's like really the only one day you know because everyone knows it's like it's four twenty, everyone's smoking weed and shit. So you know, as a man, like I am supportive of legalization of weed. Like I did the other, the same as like the other article I just read about. Everyone's there for weed because it was like a long ass line when we got off that Uber ride. Not really a long. I mean, we got there. We it was a decent time to get in, get into the venue, whatever. But uh, there was people smoking weed there everywhere, and like just people just had the weed open, just rolling up and everything. Not just in like, oh, we already had it pre-rolled and shit. Like people just like opening up their bag of weed, you know, already uh, grind up and shit, and just like rolling it. Because we go in this one vendor, and uh, like this chick. From I don't, she says she's from California, like she had this uh like couple like few edibles out there on her uh, little stand next to her like as she's rolling up this already ground up weed, like I'm <laughs> when she had this uh, 500 milligram of it already said it that's how I knew it believe because like uh it's how I do now weed because I used to you know I'm just other people as I'm telling you, like pesticides and shit like you know at 16 you know I did weed a lot. You know, a lot from people, but like I'm now at this age, I'm like I'm not gonna get really weed now until it's like actual dispensary or like legit packets, pre-packaged and shit. So I saw this this little vendor vendor booth, whatever. We go inside the tent, and this Cali girl apparently she's already rolling weed, and she has this stuff in front of her, in front of her rolling tray, whatever the weed is like. She's selling these edibles. You know, she's telling us the price, whatever. She has these suckers. She has these gummies, and she has this one brownie. I don't know she had, like, multiple brownies, but she had this one brownie left, look like. And it was a 500 milligram, uh, and this all had a California product, like, California symbol on it. Like, because the, because I know from, like, you know, on online and shit, it has, like, the California, it has, the, you know, California abbreviation, it's a CA with, like, the marijuana plant symbol on it. So, you know, it's, like, from legit California. Cause that's, that's, how I see, that's how I know it's from the actual... California dispensaries. But she had that. And I forgot what the gummies were called. But we said we would come back because, yeah, you know, it's a, one of the first few industries we sold the actual. Oh, shit, they're actually selling actual weed. Yeah, we for another few vendors. We sold some few vendors. We didn't get any food there. I wasn't hungry. I we got food later on. But I was saying, we, uh, I didn't really see any other vendors. I thought we sell good edibles, like better price, whatever. We saw this one of those, like, they were selling, like, brownies, like, low-key, like, really more low-key because they had, like, a big tin-full tray of brownies. Oh, I, I didn't go to anything. It just, like, hit it. They hit it, like, under the table or something. But, uh, eventually we just, like, did a round trip back to the vendor. I'm like, okay, we're going to get a, uh, basically, like, I forgot everything. Like, I know I didn't want that brownie because I couldn't, like, handle myself with brownie. It's kind of hard to do yourself with brownies. Uh, but we basically got, like, two... Two, uh, they're selling packages. She was selling packages of those gummies for like just individuals. So we got like two of the gummies and like a sucker. But basically, we uh, s- that that night we got back, or we got some uh, wing stop. We got some wild wings, and uh, I don't know about here, uh, about you, but we got some good deals here. The uh, we have an H E B here, in uh, our local town. That if you buy usually random shit, they have like coupons on the back of the receipt. Uh. It says for Wingstop, if you buy any size wings, you get, like, free regular fries. We had, like, two comas of that, so. Uh, as soon as we got back from Austin, we got to that local stop. 
we got some uh, wings and fries. Get back to my place. We try those gummies out. Because we bought, we bought two gummies. We split it in half because we paid for... We paid for two gummies. They're like little orange circle gummies, pretty much. And it sucks because it was already fucking hot. So like, they already kind of fucking melted a bit, which fucking sucked. But... And unless it worked, it worked well anyway. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's because first I was like, you know, already like thinking myself in the back of my mind. I was like, man, I hope these actually work, man. They actually worked, man. They kicked in like what 30 minutes or so. And we took both of we already took both of them. I split, we split half getting back, and we split half actually getting back in the apartment. So, uh, we looked at the lake, it was, it was a pretty good night after that, pretty much. I uh, still got the sucker now, so. I was actually going to save the sucker for, like, Woodstock, but we'll see how that goes now. Since, you know, New York is still illegal. Because no. I don't know. Uh, well, she's, I don't remember how much she said, the mil, like, milligram-wise in the gummies. But it said uh, the sucker was supposed to be 50 milligrams. We just, she told us, it was like, it's supposed to, be, it's supposed to be 100 milligrams. But I don't know, like, why you put on the label 50 milligrams was really supposed to be 100. So I don't know about that. But yeah, that's pretty much it on my 420 experience, or that that week. Uh, then I'll go to a, because I know I'm getting close to the hour, so I'm trying to break down the topics I wrote about. And then the next week, uh, was it next? I think it was the next week. Yeah, the next week. Now it, it was that sun. It was this past Sunday. I took Kelly. Uh, we went to uh, we went to Dallas and we went to this Buck Cherry and Henry concert. There was another band, but I uh, don't know who they were because. No, no, we weren't. Also, we got there kind of late because originally the show was supposed to start at seven o'clock, and then the last day they changed it at six o'clock. So we got we left my place at four, or because yeah, I picked her up from you know her giving job at Cedar Park. Then we came back to Temple, chill a little bit because it was at like ten o'clock, ten a.m. So we came back here, chill a little bit, and left about four p.m. Because I think, you know, Dallas takes about two hours from where we're at. And pretty much we got, uh, I didn't think about the factor of traffic. I thought it was two hours, but it really was like two uh, two hours and 20 minutes. So, then we got traffic, and then we had to, get, you know, she had to get pissed. We had a piss break. So, basically it was, it was already like, I don't know, all the factors, it was already like fucking 7 o'clock, 7.15 until we actually got to the venue. And when we got there, Henry was already playing pretty much their last few songs. So, it's kind of disappointing with that because I already paid for the tickets. And when we actually got to the venue, we just walked right in, man. Like, they didn't scan our tickets or anything. I'm like, wow, we could have actually got in for free, man. <laughs> and except for, like, you know, after Henry's set, we, you know, actually go. It was like, uh, it was like the Lava Cantina place. I don't know if y'all check that out. You're in, in the area. Pretty cool place. Because we go in there, we go in the restaurant, we didn't get nothing to eat because we already ate before him because I already know this shit was going to be expensive because uh go in there, go take a piss. I'm like, it was it was a different kind of restaurant, man. I go in that in the bathroom, man, I'm like, they have like incense burning underneath a table. And on top of the table is like snacks, fucking tobacco and shit. I'm like, okay. There's like a bathroom attendant in there. I'm like, Okay. And we get out, I get out of there, and we ordered a couple drinks, I got her a margarita, I got me a beer, and that shit was already 20 bucks just for that, I'm like, fuck. Because even though we, you know, trying to pregame beforehand, always trying to, like, have at least alcohol beverage, like, watching a natural concert, so that was 20 bucks just for that. And then we watched Buck Cherry do it, maybe we just got in there for Buck Cherry's whole set list, so that was pretty enjoyable, because we pay it. For the G- general mission, which is crazy because like the cheaper tickets are like up on top of the restaurant, I guess you want to call it, and like behind the floor was like more expensive because I did pay for the tickets because like a, a, a waitress did ask for our tickets because we just st- we stand there for a second before we got back to the floor and I showed her to her. She's like, "Oh, you got to keep it further down here." I'm like, "Okay, well, I mean, it's cheaper just to get next to the stage." So you got to stand next to the stage, so. Enjoy the whole set list, Welsh. Which I do this podcast, I got a whole lot of uh, reviews I've done on the phone, and that some of the Buckcherry set lists I recorded. So you can check that on my YouTube channel, DJ Stash. Little plug there. No. Uh, yeah, uh, and then we just drove back from Dallas, and that was pretty much it from that. All right, then I gotta 
a few more things. And uh, speaking about the concert, you know, this is May 2nd now. If you, you're a concert goer, starting May 1st from uh, yesterday, it's, May, it's pretty much this week. May 1st from the 7th, you, there's like a Live Nation, which I didn't really know. Live Nation Ticketmaster is pretty much the fucking same thing. Uh, they're doing like a $20 week thing, which like, I don't know, a concert appreciation week or some like fucking week, which is pretty much like the cheapest tickets they are doing anyway, like, you know, GA, lawn admission, whatever. It's like certain, certain, uh, concert events around a town near you or whatever, like, they're cheaper what they already previously were. It's pretty much like 20 bucks, like, including fees, which that's pretty, that's pretty good in itself. I've already looked up a few when I was at work. Uh, there's already a couple I want to go to because we're... That's concert me and Kelly are going to was like the Shine Down concert, which is like uh, I guess sponsored was like it's sponsored by some kind of radio station. I'm I'm not totally sure what's I think it's ninety two point three. I could be totally wrong. It's sponsored by some kind of station, but it's gonna be like uh, a few bands. But the bands I already know it's gonna be uh, Shine Down, Steether, In This Moment, and Bad Wolves, and a few other bands which I don't know. Which I've already seen all these bands because you know. Me and Kelly do like an equal thing, because you know, 2019 we gotta be equal. Uh, I paid for the uh, Buck Cherry Henry concert, and she's gonna do the uh, Shine Down concert, pretty much. Well, she saves her more because you know the con- I told her about her today. I was like, yeah, they're doing this uh, week, so you save her extra money for this. But we're gonna go like cover other things because uh, the Chainsmokers was supposed to be on this list. I mean, they are on the list, but then it looks like too many people already bought these tickets. I'm gonna call them tomorrow. Let's see what's up with that because they're on the list, but apparently people and this and Chainsmokers ain't even coming to my our area until like November. Like, that's crazy. I like how popular they are in our area. So I don't think I'm getting any twenty dollar tickets for those, but we're gonna get that for the Shine Down, and then there's gonna be a Slipknot. I want to go see Slipknot for sure, but it's only uh the Austin. We're gonna I was running low for one Austin, but it looks like they already sold out for the. Because I tried a Groupon because Groupon had the Slipknot concert as well, but they already sold out for that. And the it looks like the Austin one for the twenty dollar week was already sold out too. Apparently, because I think like this twenty dollar week thing is only select tickets. Because like, I guess so many if you buy so many, they're gonna be just sold out of that. So looks like they already sold out for the uh, Austin one. But in Dallas, they still had some left, so which still worked because even though you know Austin was closer, but that's uh, the one they're going to come out for Dallas is going to be all my off days of my job that I currently have, so that works better. But only thing I have to take off, I have to take off for chain smokers because well, they do have a, a weekend for like when they come to Houston, but that's already fucking three hours, and I'd rather just try to take my chances for taking a a day off for that. Even though they already they already don't have a fucking uh, twenty dollar thing now, which they already sold out, so I'd rather just go to Austin for that. Yeah, I probably just do two of those, or she's gonna pay for the Austin or the uh, Shine Out one, and I'll do the Slim Out one, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, two more things or three more things we'll talk about the uh, Game of Thrones. You know, Game of Thrones season eight's already came out. Uh, don't remember if I already talked about that. I know uh, I've already watched the season or the episode three, which is past Sunday, which you know gets spoiler territory. Uh, it's pretty good, man. You know it was like an hour and a half. They already did the invasion uh, with the undead. You know the Night King, fucking uh, that girl fucking slayed that Night King, man. And uh, you know that a lot of people fucking died. Uh, apparently that witch girl, whatever, fucking collapsed in the scene. So yeah, she's getting pretty intense, man. Like. At a argument thing, or not really argument thing, but discussion thing with one of my coworkers at work. So he thought like the undead was gonna fucking rule everybody. I'm like, nah, man. That's I already know. I already think I already know this is gonna go down, man. I'm like, this is gonna be Jon Snow and uh, I, I cannot a Targaryen girl. I can't. I can't think of her name right now. Whatever. It's a lot. Of, I keep up with all these names. I just know Jon Snow. I just Jon Snow just fucking just uh, keeps in my mind. I don't know what it is, but Jon Snow and his lover, which is really his aunt. <laughs> I think they're gonna fucking rule the kingdom. That's just that's just gonna be my prediction. And uh, also, Avengers uh, Endgame was in that past week too, which uh, you know you know a big Marvel fan. I've been watching all the Marvel movies that came out since uh, Iron Man one. You know, sad to see uh, you know Tony Stark you know 
sacrifice himself pretty much against Thanos. You know, he dies. And uh, pretty much uh, Captain America fucking just, instead of coming back from that time machine, just fucking just lives his, his life as an old, this regular guy and just comes back as an old man. Which, you know, I've already kind of kind of seen because I already knew previously, like, uh, presently they post a still continual Marvel Universe, but I knew Tiny, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and the guy that plays, I don't remember his, the guy that plays Captain America, his natural name. They were supposed to, like, not want to do it anymore, so it kind of makes sense they do it anyway because they're not going to fucking be there anymore, so that makes sense. So, it was sad after all, so, but it was a, it was a great movie, over three hours, it didn't seem like it was, it was three hours, it caught my attention the whole time, so. And, uh, the last topic I want to get into is the, uh, new Sonic movie trailer. <laughs> I've heard a lot, uh, ever since the YouTube trailer, uh, YouTube trailer I've seen, and, uh, all the podcasts I've been listening to, like, a lot of people were talking shit about this trailer. They put, put a lot of people were just thinking it's, like, as bad as the fucking Mario, Mario Brothers trailer back in the day. Or Mario movies, uh, movie, Mario Brothers movie back in the day, because uh, it's uh, they saying like Sonic characters like the reason making fun of is like human teeth and shit. I'm like, yeah, it, <laughs> I don't. Is this really all saying because that trailer? I'm like, they. I know it's in like a '90s game, you know, '90s people, or whatever, like our my generation. But then they play fucking what caught me really off guard is that they fucking play Gangsters Paradise from the fucking trailer. I'm like. That has nothing to do with fucking Sonic. I'm like, really? Gangster's Paradise? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm like you could have picked like a kind of like a retro gaming theme or something, but really? Gangster's Paradise? Like, I like that song, but like, that makes no sense. And he just has human teeth, so. I know, a lot of people were cringing about that movie, but. I do like it because like, I like I like Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey though, Jim Carrey is a really funny motherfucker. So I like him in this movies that he plays. You know, Dumb and Dumber and whatnot. So you know, we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll watch it either way. I don't know. I'm gonna run myself out there to the theater, but we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. All right, guys. Uh, you know, it comes with the hour here. That's that's pretty much all I want to talk about. Or uh, keep up with guys. I think I want to cut it out here. Uh, appreciate y'all uh, keeping in touch, or keeping up with me. You know, stand strong with me for the last couple of weeks. I couldn't do the podcast. I would try to do one this weekend. Maybe talk about Secret to Mayo. See how that goes. Uh, guys, you can follow the podcast here on uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Be sure to give us those uh, rates, stars, for us, really those rate reviews on the podcast. Really helps really greatly for the podcast. And be sure to check in our. Uh, Social deets on there. And yeah, guys, until uh, next time, this is DHS signing off. Saying peace. Play my outro.